Hey everybody, welcome to MindRise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mind Rise podcast. I am your host, Ian Philo, and today we have quite an interesting topic. Um, this topic has kind of been brought up in past podcast episodes, but today I kind of wanted to reinvent this conversation and fine tune this particular thing that we're going to talk about. And today we're going to talk about this phrase that I'm sure many of us have heard called keeping up with the Joneses. And it basically has to do with feeling like we are never good enough, we never have enough, we never amount to enough, and that we will always be trying our absolute hardest to keep up with other people that surround us, whether in our social circles, in real life, on social media, just literally anywhere we go. And it's such a toxic and harmful harmful mindset and place to be in in life. And in this podcast episode, I'm going to try to walk all of us through ways that we can stop trying so hard to compare and measure up our lives to other people and why just in the end it's a terrible suit to begin with. Before we get started into this, um, I realized I want to want to thank my buddy Alex because he allowed me to look into my recording quality, and I think the past couple episodes it just seemed kind of off and muffled, and with his critique I was able to investigate that, and I found out that it was taking audio from my webcam instead of my microphone. And as many of you know, webcams are usually set pretty far back. It's on the top of my computer screen, so that was pulling audio from that instead of my mic, which was making things not as crisp and clear as I wanted them to be. So thanks, Alex. Um, I appreciate it. Appreciate everyone that has... uh, knack for wanting great quality work as I always do when I record these podcasts. I want the audio to be crisp and clear, no distractions, um, and really I just want everything to be um, kind of perfect. I fall under Enneagram type 1 as perfectionist, but we're not going to get into that. We're not talking about that today. Maybe that could be another episode um, in the future. Enneagrams are like personality types, but anyways, um, again, so we're going to talk about reasons why keeping up with the Joneses is a bad idea. Competition has undoubtedly become a major part of our world, irrevocably shaping many of us and how we interact with each other. Competition is ingrained in the way we watch and play sports, how we approach politics, and perhaps most obviously how fundamental competition is really ingrained 
in our society and our economy. There is nothing inherently wrong with working hard and enjoying the fruits of one's labor, but there's places where competition can be bad, and one of the best or worst examples when it comes to this is keeping up with the Joneses. Um, no one's quite sure where this exact origin of the phrase came from, but people do agree on the general meaning behind the phrase. To keep up with the Joneses is to look at the accumulated wealth, property, and experience one's neighbor has and try to buy or do the same thing in order to quote-unquote keep up with their perceived class or wealth. For example, if your neighbor or close friend buys, a la buys the latest luxury vehicle, then to keep up with the Joneses means buying an equally expensive luxury branded vehicle. The following thing we're going to do is look into reasons why trying to keep up with the Joneses is a bad idea. And I'm sure all of us have been there at one point. It just is not emotionally healthy, it's not financially healthy, and it inevitably leads to a lot of people's ruin. And I think a great example of this, um, I mean, obviously, when we think of keeping up with the Joneses, we, we think about financial means. So again, with the example I gave with the car, people are always trying to output um, this external vision of wealth and this external picture of wealth to other people to make it seem like they're doing good. I truly believe that this is something that is really never going to go away, especially with social media, because every time we log in or um, want to scroll through our newsfeed, there's always somebody that, you know, got a new car, paid off their house, just got married, um, are free of their debts, like there's always something, and, and we could put ourselves into an early grave just trying to accomplish that, and we have to realize that we're all on our separate timelines, we're all on our different paths, and it's just so, it's so hard and emotionally taxing to possibly try to juggle all these things that everyone else is doing in their lives. Pretty houses, fancy cars, and long bar tabs are certainly fun things, but they are also things that are too often used as a facade, a fake front to who we are. Friends that are worth keeping aren't interested in that facade. They're interested in who you are behind all that. And I think by now a lot of us have found out that um, when it comes to friends that are worth having, they're not interested in what you're presenting yourself with when it comes to materialism or monetary gain. Um, keeping up often means investing in depreciating assets. This is something I kind of want to talk about. Most of the best personal finance tips you'll get involve investing in things that aren't physical objects, such as putting money into your 401k or investing into promising stock portfolios. When you try to keep up with the Joneses, you are investing in things that are new, shiny, that you can physically hold. The problem is that the vast majority of these new things will start losing money or depreciating the moment you sign the receipt. Um, that's actually an interesting point in this article that I read um, that, that mentioned that because, right? I mean, that's, that's a great point, right? The physical, tangible things are what we want to hold, what we want to show and share, and... 
the fact of the matter is that that stuff depreciates like crazy. And, you know, you might have the iPhone 11 Pro now, but they're going to come out with the iPhone 12 next year, and it's not going to be as novel or new, and it, it's just, it's a never-ending cycle. It's this constant dog-chasing-its-tail mentality. And it's, it's, you can't win. It's impossible. Everything's crafted with planned obsolescence. Everything is made to get old, to break, to not be as exciting, right? Another thing I want to mention is that multitasking and multi-spending when you're trying to keep up with the Joneses can lead to lack of sleep. Now, I haven't personally ex experienced this, but I'm sure it happens. Um, sometimes there will come a time when the amount of money and effort it takes to put on that facade of wealth will make it hard to fall asleep and stay asleep. Maybe you've already experienced such a night. Um, tossing and turning, trying to figure out how many hours you have to work to obtain a certain item. When you try to keep up with the Joneses, you're likely to experience that every single week. In contrast, living within your means will equate to less stress, which will thereby help you enjoy a more restful night's sleep. I think that's really important because um, we don't want to be stressing ourselves so much trying to have the best thing or have the best social status that we're losing sleep i mean that's crazy and it's impacting our physical health but the reality is that this happens to a lot of people and it it just is ruining um livelihoods and futures because this is just again such a prevalent thing in society and i personally struggle with this a lot i mean Sometimes I wonder, like, who wouldn't, right? But it is insanely important to live within your means and operate in a way that doesn't put yourself in excess debt and operate in a way that you can feel good about what you have and you don't have to have the latest and greatest and newest thing to feel value or worth. This is obviously a thing that um, a lot of people know. I mean, I hope so, that that's common sense. But again, it could be so easy to just fall into, oh, I have to have this. I have to have this Louis Vuitton bag. I have to have this new Tesla or this new BMW. I have to have this, um, these, these pair of shoes. I have to, I have to, I have to. And, and we're often not understanding um, the cost that all this comes with, right? Not only the monetary cost, but, but the the mental cost, what it's doing to to the infrastructure of our society. It's it's making us so addicted to consumerism that we're not really thinking through everything before we just buy, buy, buy. Everything is so easy, especially with the the invention of eBay and Amazon. Everything's a click away. And it's it's making this this thing of keeping up with the Joneses um so much of a bigger struggle than it was in the past. Another thing I want to mention really quick is chasing high stimulation act uh, uh, chasing high stimulation activities takes a toll. What I mean by this is that when we're constantly trying to keep up with the Joneses and buy new things, um, the reason that this is such a prevalent problem is, as I'm saying again and again and again, is because this gives us a dopamine rush, right? So every time we buy something new, every time we have a new item, every time we have something 
of physical tangible value to show off to people. It makes us feel good. It's the feel good chemical. So when we try so hard to chase this stimulation of, of uh, buying new things and telling everyone that we did this and being so being so proud of everything that we that we've done and having to broadcast to the world every single waking second it takes a toll keeping up with your neighbors um accomplishments or just anyone's towards expensive dining entertainment activities the list goes on and on can get downright exhausting and lead to chronic stress we have to try to limit the amount of excess stimulation we're getting and instead enjoy what we have and what we can afford to do. Another thing, trying to be someone else is exhausting. It's just, it is. I mean, that's just the fact of the matter. When we see what people have and we try everything we can to present that facade to the external world, we're not really being true to ourselves. If if we don't have the money to purchase something, we shouldn't be purchasing it. And I know there's particular situations where that's different. I mean, virtually everyone has financed something at some point in their lives. And if you haven't, then um, kudos to you. That's incredible. But we have to definitely be more aware of what we're doing with our finances and be frugal um, as well. And I think that's really important. And I think that is something that just has to be said. Obviously, another thing is that um, that goes with being frugal is we have to really try to live within our means and be on top of that because one of the the main consequences of keeping up with the Joneses is going into debt. And at this point, everyone has some sort of debt. And again, if you don't, then that's awesome. Good for you. Keep it up. Um, you're awesome. You're you're amazing. But the more we try to keep up with everyone else, the more we're going to fall into debt, the more we're going to fall into depression, the more we are going to just really ruin our future and our lives. Um, another thing that I think is important to mention is that we might not often think about is that having more things can sometimes make us more inherently selfish. There are ongoing studies on why this tends to be true, but it doesn't seem that, but it does seem that the less we have, the more likely we are to empathize and be generous with what we have. Um, we don't, we want to be careful not to be hoarders of things. And um, I'm definitely have to ask myself and question myself with that sometimes too because I like to collect movies I like to I have a couple collections and sometimes I do have to have that internal conversation with myself when it's like okay is this necessary um and I think in my personal opinion if it's coming from a, a genuine place and it's coming from a hobby or something you like to enjoy and you're not doing it just for the sole purpose of building your ego up or trying to project that on to um, other people, I think that it could be permissible for sure. Um, keeping up with the Joneses, again, when we get into this cycle of buy, 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 I said earlier that consumerism 
um, consumption. It's just like this excess, this this gluttonous behavior of buying the newest and greatest thing every single day, every single month. Um, it can make us obsessed with materialism. And for those of you that want to hear more about materialism, um, podcast number two is called Materialism Managed. It was my second podcast that I created um, in MindRise, and I definitely recommend checking that out after if you want to hear more about that. Um, Again, our obsession with materialism is inherently linked to keeping up with the Joneses. Our life, then, becomes about material things, about capturing perfect images of things. Oh my gosh, like, on Instagram, everyone's seen it, like, um, yeah, I'm not gonna go on a rant about that, but we all know people, and again, I want to address the naysayer, I've been guilty of this before too, I'm not clean, um, we have all been in places where we're so obsessed with capturing the moment, and sharing it with other people, and broadcasting to the whole world that we've done this, that we're missing out on the actual moment. We become obsessed with just seeking approval from other people and not enjoying the intangible things in life. Not enjoying just sitting down and watching a sunset. Not enjoying just sitting in your room and reading a great book. Not enjoying just going on a walk and taking in nature. It's Our culture has become so material driven that it's insane and it's driving a lot of people into the ground i think also if we we have to be weary of not getting down this rabbit hole of keeping up with other people because it can sabotage us from pursuing our dreams Maybe your dream is to take a month-long trip to Japan or some other um, country. Or you want to open your own restaurant. Whatever the case, the more time and money you spend chasing consumerism and trying to keep up with other people, um, the less time and money you have to chase after the things you're truly passionate about. That's definitely true. And I think a lot of people don't think of the long game. They think of the short-term gain and the short-term What am I receiving from this moment? What am I getting out of this? What am I achieving? And that, again, links back to the the stimulation, the the dopamine rush. That's what we're all hooked on, right? Um, I've talked about a lot of things why keeping up with the Joneses is just inherently a horrible idea to do and i think coming out of this we have to come to the conclusion that whatever we do whatever we buy whatever we try to be we're never going to be able to keep up with the joneses the whole point of that phrase the whole meaning behind it is that it's a constant chase there is no finish line Because there will always be progress, there will always be new, there will always be novel ideas and objects to obtain, right? So I think as a society, we have to try to eradicate that 
want and desire to always have the newest and greatest thing. And I'm not saying that we can't get excited about new and great things and save up for things. Of course, I, I encourage that. And I think it's great that we have such access to that in our um, Western culture. But again, we have to be very, very, very careful not to let that um, create our identity and lose ourselves in the process. Thank you for listening, guys. I had a great time recording this podcast. Um, if you want to hear more, just search Mind Rise with Ian Philo on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts. It, it's on virtually every platform. Just type in Mind Rise and you'll be able to find the podcast with my name on, on it and listen to all of the episodes can't believe that I'm still recording. I'm super grateful and super ecstatic that it has gotten this far. This has been going on for a year. Can you believe that, guys? The podcast has, is, is about, no, it's very close to having its one-year anniversary. Um, I'm proud of myself. I love recording these, and I'm very much looking forward to getting more guests on, because that is what makes these interesting, and that is what I do this for not for myself um, but for other people and I get a lot of it get get a lot out of it doing um, podcasts and recording myself I actually learn a lot of things just verbalizing and talking that I wouldn't have originally learned so for that I thank you for that I thank all of you for tuning in um, again check out my Etsy shop if you haven't already art by Ian Philo on Etsy I got quite a few prints on there. If you want to check those out and purchase one, I'd be greatly appreciated. If you want to sponsor this podcast, there it will be a link in the description. And if you follow me on Instagram, um, philo.arch, you can message me and find out ways to sponsor the podcast. Or if you just want to be on and talk about something, please reach out, message. Um, I highly encourage that. I loved recording this episode. All of you guys have a great rest of your week. And if you have any ideas, anything at all, anything fresh or exciting or something that you've been wanting to talk about, please message me. Um, I want to cover as much content as I possibly can, and I can't do this alone. Have a great day, everyone, and I will see you on the next episode.